0: and teach you how to experience God's best in every area of your life.
1: Say thank you, Father God. Thank you, Father God. I renewed my mind. I renewed my mind. So I'm not nuts.
0: So I'm not nuts. (laughs)
1: Amen. They told me we have folks watching from Australia, New Zealand. God bless them. Man, oh man, oh man, I I can't imagine. I'd be building a boat if it were me. (laughs) But uh, God bless you, God bless you, God bless you. People all over the world. What a messed up situation! And uh, now I read today that, as more times gone by, that the infection fatality rate has dropped from 0.02 percent, to zero point, zero zero nine six percent. And when you get to when you get to zero point zero one percent, you're talking about flu. So, uh, this is not about health, it's about something else amen. and we have a book of Revelation and so we know where it's headed and uh, these are days to learn how, how to pray amen. and learn more about faith amen, amen. amen. John 157 we've been rehearsing over the last couple of Wednesdays John fifteen seven: if you abide in me and my words abide in you, you will ask what you desire and it shall be done for you if you abide in me and my words or my word abides in you so the reason so many prayers go unanswered is people don't have God's word his word in them they have man's word man's words in them and instead of taking God at his word God's people are taking man at his word and let me say we have no idea the degree to which we have already been influenced I don't think I haven't understood it until the other night we watched a documentary that talked about how much big pharma money is spent on advertising on these networks. And uh, so there was a skit, you know, the, it's all over the media today. Uh, uh, we, we don't even understand why things happen the way they happen. And this skit's, you know, about dancing needles. And uh, but the point is, they're being paid to do this. They're being paid to say this. They're being paid to promote certain things. I mean, a young man at the church, and you know, he he laughs about him being a millennial, and he told me once the cure for millennialism is to is fatherhood. He said, you know, once you have children, you know, you get over that. But uh, he was saying. Whatever new thing they roll out, you go to work the next Monday, and he says, it's literally like everybody got a download in their brain. In other words, it doesn't matter what it is, they just all agree. It's like a software update. You know, it's like Stepford Wives, but it's not wives, it's everybody. You know, okay, and then they agree. My point is, we have no idea the extent to which we have already been polluted yes. That's right. now i remember back way back i i pointed out you know th- that one of the initial big lies was they're born that way mm-hmm. see in other words god's people have accepted this lie then they accepted the next one and the next one and the next one and if you haven't figured it out they're leading everybody down a path And uh, so I just think in the days ahead, we need to learn how to walk in faith more than we ever have. And we need to learn how to pray effectively more than we ever have, because we're going to need answers. In other words, now it's obvious, right? Well, you know, I don't need to do that because, you know, I can count on man. Well, can you? We don't even know you can get in. Right? Right. I don't know if you've ever been to a a catalots, but catalots, you know, they have these chutes. And so they, you know, maybe there's like 10 paths and then they go down to eight paths and then they go down to six paths and then they go down to four paths. And it's all leading to the slaughter. There eventually is one chute and that's where the cow, I was going to say, meets his maker. No, that's where he becomes hamburger. (laughs) And this is man. And yet we have people and they still believe in the innate goodness of man. Let me tell you what, man, every person on this planet has got the seed of Adam in them, including you and me. And that's why we're not the faith police. We don't run around the church policing everybody's faith because it's a full-time job for me to police me. Full-time. And I I I got enough on my hands policing me. Do you understand? And, uh, so it's the seed of adam and it's in everything and man it's in healthcare. it's in education man it's it's in government i mean and and it is so deep and so pervasive and so corrosive nothing can get fixed and so here we are at faith christian center and you know we're saying the word the word the word just stay with the word And uh, the word told us all this was going to happen. I said Sunday, you know, we were warned. The Bible says, Paul says, there will be terrible times in the last days. So there's no point in being shocked. So instead of taking God at his word, God's people are taking man at his word. Instead of taking action on the word of God, God's people have been taking action on man's words. All Father God really wants for us to do in our faith walk is to take him... At His Word. Like Smith Wigglesworth used to say, I learned this from Lester Summerall. Smith Wigglesworth used to say, The Word of God is true and everything else is a lie. Take God at His Word based only upon God's written Word and His spoken words to you that are in alignment and agreement with the written Word of God. And I, I have to clarify that every time that comes out of my mouth because. That doesn't mean every harebrained idea that ever comes to you that you think might be God. You've got to take what you feel like the Lord may be speaking to you in prayer and you've got to run it through the litmus test of the written word of God. Amen. And so, and then, and then to exercise some caution. You know, if, if you feel like the Lord told you to start your own business, that's a big step, man. Maybe you need to pray about that. Maybe you need the Lord to come back to you a couple of times and talk to you about that. That's a big step, and uh, but if the Lord says, uh, you know, to take groceries to a neighbor that lost their job, you don't you don't need any more confirmation, because that lines right up with the Word of God. That's right, amen. Do you understand? In other words, when you receive a word from the Lord, your first question to yourself ought to be, does this line up with the written Word of God? And if it does, then go with it, amen so don't even you don't we don't even have to try and have faith we just have to act like the word of god is so we don't even have to try and have faith all we've got to do is take god and his word and act like the word of god is so now we left off last last wednesday saying that we are redeemed from the hand of the enemy and let's go to colossians 1 13 and 14 for he has rescued us what tense is that he has rescued us from the dominion of darkness and brought us what tense is that Passed into the kingdom of the son he loves in whom we have redemption the forgiveness of sins now this this is the way Jesus operated and Jesus never one time in four gospels called himself the son of God he called himself the son of man (coughs) and I know it sounds outrageous for me to say that there's nothing he did that we can't do but if you'll stop and think about it, everything he did was repeated in the book of Acts. And if it wasn't, it was repeated in the Old Testament. For example, uh, this is where the annual Bible reading helps. The prophets, in, there, were, there were prophets in the Old Testament that multiplied food. But see, we, you know if we don't do the annual Bible reading, we, we don't know that. It was either Elijah or Elisha, I forgot, but one of the two. Okay, then in the book of Acts, casting out devils. How about raising the dead? That happened in the book of Acts. So my point is, and then you've got, see our problem, it's not just the world out there, it's the religious world because the religious world teaches stuff like this. Well, you know, that all went out when the last apostle died. Okay, how about we run that through the written word of God and find where it says the last apostle died. You can't find it. You can't find it. So if we're just going to go by the written word of God, well, see, we have to stop rehearsing things that we heard somebody say that has no authenticity based in the written word of God. We've got to go only by the written word of God. And I pointed out about a month ago, this was actually one of the tenets of faith of the reformation it was called sola scriptura in other words we're just going to go by the bible that's it we're just going to go by the bible and, and have you noticed how everything this this uh, progressivism touches ruins i mean you know i remember i'm so old say how old are you pastor, how old are you, pastor? i'm so old i used to watch football but, you know, I just can't stand it. And the, 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 the Olympics that just happened. I mean, everything they touch. And, and what it is, it's all contrary to the written word of God. And they just roll out one. I mean, they're, they're inventing ways to sin and offend God. You know, it's not even like old-fashioned sin is like stuff somebody made up in their mind. In fact, I read that just last night in the Bible. I'm in Jeremiah now, second time through this year, and God is talking about them killing their own children and he says he says I never commanded that and it never entered my mind. They co- found ways to sin that God had never even contemplated. Amen. That's right. To me, but but you know, And and that was thousands of years ago, but they're right now doing stuff. I'm sure loving, gracious, wonderful, heavenly father never even contemplated. But it's all based on lies. This is really offensive. I know it. We are so baptized in lies when we hear the truth, it's like a cheese grater on our skin. We're baptized in lies but they have told so many lies they can't even keep their lies straight I mean only 12 months ago healthcare was a universal right now it only belongs to people who obey the system see in other words it's a plethora it's like it's like a spider web of lies it's like a bowl of spaghetti of lies and and the problem is then we go to church and hear more lies all that went out when the last apostle died and then worse you've got preachers now and they're rehearsing whatever the world's doing You know, Austin gets communication sometimes on uh, Martin Luther King Day. You know, what's your dad doing this Martin Luther King Day? Well, he's preaching the word. In other words, we don't do agenda-driven messages. We teach the Bible. And if that's too old-fashioned for you, well, then I'm too old-fashioned for you. And we made it before you got here and we'll survive when you're gone. Amen. Amen. That's right. Come on. Amen. But we're just staying with the Bible. Right. See, even if I was going to do the new stuff, I couldn't keep up with it. <laughs> because it changes every hour on the hour. Are you hearing me? Yes. One shot, two shots, three shots, four. In other words, you can't, even, you can't even keep up. You can't even keep up with what's going on. It's all lies. And when God gave, I mean, God went to a lot of time and trouble to get you a Bible that was written down by holy men of old as they were moved upon by the Holy Spirit of God. He went to a lot of trouble to get you that. Men died, you know. I got, I got to feeling bad because William Tyndall was put to death for his first translation of the Bible into English, and I thought, you know, I should honor that guy some way, somehow. So, you know, Austin found me a, a William Tyndall Bible on eBay. You don't even want to know what it costs. Amen. <laughs> and I thought, man, I mean, and, and I got it. It's so old. The language is like King James times four. And so, but anyway, I got me one. The guy gave his life wow. to translate the Bible from Hebrew and Greek into English, and they killed him for it. That's the power of the Word of God, and that is the extent that God went to to get you a Bible. Amen. But you know, God's people—they just—they just, they just want to, you know. You know what it is? It's like it's like in Samuel's day. He was so heartbroken because at the end of his life, at the end of his ministry, at the end of his time as the judge of Israel, the people clamored for a king. And God was pretty nonchalant about it. He said, well, give them what they want. But then Samuel gave them all the warnings, what the king would do. He'll take your sons, he'll take your daughters, he'll, he'll tax you, he'll make you go to war. He gave the list of what the kings would do. But the argument of the people was this. We want to be like the other nations of the earth. We want to be like everybody else. And that's in the churches, you know? We want to... I remember... I remember when I worked for that church in Fort Worth when I was not working on my Master of Divinity degree, uh, tried doing this in 2021 they organized a Christian concert at the high school over here in Mansfield. And, uh, but I was, I was, I came home and I told Sue, I said, she said, well, what was it like? I said, well, it was a couple of thousand kids all being nonconformist in conformity. In other words, they were all being nonconformist, but they all looked alike. Yeah. So that's, that's, that's in the churches. See, in other words, if, if you don't have this, you know, quadruple gel in your hair, if you don't wear, you know, a track suit, if you don't wear $900 sneakers, if you don't have a plastic band around your wrist or better yet, leather, if you don't, woven, if you don't, if you don't have this and that and the other, well, then you're, you're a nonconformist. See, and so, you know, Ken Hagan when he was here, asked me about the way I dress. I said, well, I, I'm, I'm just doing my thing. And I feel comfortable like this. Amen. Amen. I do. I mean, the whole slob thing really would not make me feel comfortable. That's right. I feel comfortable because, see, I know who I'm representing. Amen. Amen. Do you understand? So, so I dress because of who I represent. Amen. So it's okay to be a nonconformist. And if you're actually a genuine believer in the Lord Jesus Christ, you're going to be going against the tide, man. You're going to be swimming against the stream. You're going to be going uphill. You're going to be swimming up the river. Because whatever the majority of people are doing, it's wrong. (laughs) Lester Summerall told me, he said, there's two ways to do a ministry. He said, "He said you can go at the bottom of the cliff, and he said, you can set up a clinic, and he said, because all of humanity is pushing, pushing, pushing towards this cliff. And he said, they're going over the cliff. And he said, you can set up a clinic at the bottom of the cliff, and you can try and help put people back together. And I said, what's the second way you can do ministry he said well that's what you that's what you do i said what's that he said you stand at the top of the cliff and scream and and, and cry out like a crazy man don't go this way Amen. but all of humanity is going toward that cliff Amen. and so my point is that if you dare to become a person of the word I mean, it's hard to believe tomorrow's October, so Thanksgiving's coming up. You could get thrown out of Thanksgiving. You know, if you pull up in a Mercedes Benz at Thanksgiving and you tell everybody you stole it, or you got it with Trump's loan money, or you got it with Biden's unemployment money, nobody would think a thing of it. But if you dare open your mouth and say, I got saved, I started being a doer of the word of God I began tithing God began blessing the windows of heaven opened up and look what the Lord has done you you know you could get thrown out of thanksgiving (laughs) but it's all true If if we'll believe God if we'll confess the word of God if we'll take action on the word of God the benefits of the word of God start showing up it's all true it's all true. See, we've been delivered out of darkness, and yet by what people agree with, and by what people submit to, by repeating, they're submitting to darkness. They're submitting to darkness. We know that we are recreated and that Satan has no dominion over the new creation. Say it out loud. Satan, Satan has, no has no authority over the new creation. Over the new creation. See. Paul says, neither give place to the devil. So the only place the devil has in your life is the place you gave him. But unfortunately a lot of the place that we give the devil is in what we listen to, what we watch, what what our children listen to, what our children watch. I saw this 40 years ago. We were asked to uh, help some teenagers of this family in the church where we were working. And they had a I think it was a home meeting. We went to that home meeting and the the mother, the wife gave us a tour of the house. And, you know, once I saw the the teenage children's bedrooms, I I told Sue, I see exactly what the problem is here. I mean, the posters they had on the walls was all this satanic music back then, satanic rock music back then. You know, uh, we let the devil in our homes we let the devil into our minds we let the devil we give him a place and the word there actually in the Greek is interesting it's topos which from which we get our word topography so Paul's saying don't don't give the devil a square inch of dirt don't don't give him any topography don't give him any any place any geography in your life in your home in your family in your children and now we have all these devices oh my gosh we're so old So how old are you pastor you know there were like three channels on television <laughs> you know I mean I remember the days you know you, you get up and you pound on the box and you move the rabbit ears and you know and there's, but there's nothing on well now there's 3,000 things on none, and hardly any of it's good and then, then you got little kids with phones and who's policing it all they're inventing ways to get your mind corrupted there's no phones going up or down the halls at st paul's if they have a phone they 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 lock them in the locker it's just a distraction it's just and how about if we just kept a record of how much time we spent on social media in the next seven days and made sure then we prayed that much time yes, amen. 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 we get a lot better result in life amen. Amen? amen so we know that we are recreated and that satan has no dominion over the new creation say it again satan has no dominion, satan has no dominion. over the new creation and we know that we're reconciled to the father that means a perfect fellowship see jesus jesus could do what he did because he was walking in fellowship with the father he said what he said because he was hearing the father he did what he did because he saw what his father was doing he just enacted out what he saw his father doing he just said what he heard his father saying but the problem is see i mean they didn't even have newspapers back then and i'm not saying that he would have been distracted but i mean think about all the ways we're distracted more than ever before we know that if we are reconciled to the father we can come into his presence without condemnation 2 Corinthians 5, 21, God made him who had no sin to be sin for us so that in him, everybody say in him, Amen. we might become the righteousness of God. So that's who we are. Now, we, we may not feel like it, and Satan is always there to remind us of our multitudinous shortcomings. But the fact of the matter is, that's who we are. If you're here tonight, you're born again, that's who you are. You are the righteousness of God in Christ, which means that when you go before Father God, you're not standing, oh, see, here's religion. Oh, but pastor, you know, our our righteousness is as filthy rags. Well, you're exactly right. That's the book of Isaiah, if I remember right. Our righteousness is as filthy rags. So thanks be unto God, I'm not going to God in my righteousness. Amen. Thanks be unto God, I'm going to God in the righteousness of Jesus. Amen. Thanks be unto God, I'm not going to God on the basis of my works. Thanks be unto God, I'm going to God on the basis of the works of jesus because if i was going on the basis of my 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 righteousness and my works well i might die in his presence but i'm not going to god on the basis of my righteousness and my works i'm going to father god on the basis of what jesus has done for me and who i am in christ and who who are we in christ we're the righteousness of god in christ this is a big problem with getting healed it's a big problem with anything we don't feel worthy <laughs> it's all embarrassing you know austin was rehearsing the other day the story about uh his mom having a uh, a salesman bring by a 735 and you know i was just horrified i was i came home and i was horrified that it was in my driveway i was horrified they would think the thought that i should i should drive something that big and you know and the the 7 instead of the 5 you know and i called the salesman you know come get this it's all absurd Amen. it's all ridiculous yeah. it's embarrassing to even think that, that 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 i was even thinking that way at some point in my life see the the you know, sometimes my, I'm going to tell this Sunday, sometimes my grandchildren just run at me. And you got to be ready because, you know, you know, they're getting bigger. And so, you know, they just run. And so, you know, you got to catch them and, you know, swing them around and, and but I'm just saying that, that's a father, that's a father, that's a grandpa, that's a father. He's not looking for ways to deny us. He's looking for ways to bless us. Amen. We're his sons and his daughters. and he wants he he wants to give us good things probably people have a problem with this because see they go to churches and and they're told all this religious stuff about how we're unworthy (laughs) well psalm 37 4 says delight yourself in the lord and he'll give you the desires of your heart the desires of your heart the desires of your heart that and yet religious you know folks will say well god promised to meet all of our needs but not all of our wants that's ridiculous The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not what? Want. See, it's just a decision to go by what the word of God says and to not go by what man says. I don't know about you, but I'd rather have what God thinks I ought to have than have what the, uh, (laughs) you know, they're going to look at everybody's bank accounts now for every transaction over $600. That tells you what they think of you. $600, $600, you must be, you know, really into nefarious stuff if you're spending 600 bucks. That tells you what they think of you. While they're doing fundraiser dinners at 35000 a pop. Yeah, exactly. But, you know, you, if you, know, if you do something over $600, they want to know about it. God made him who had no sin to be sin for so that in him we in him. Everybody say in him. him. See we can do things in him we can't do any other way. In him we might become the righteousness of God. We know that with that reconciliation has come righteousness. The ability to stand in the father's presence without condemnation or inferiority. Jesus had no more than that. See what did Jesus have that we don't have. And of course the answer would be people that, you know, come up in churches, you know, religious minded churches would say, "Well, he was the son of God." Yeah, well, what about Philippians 2:7? Philippians 2:7 says that he emptied himself of his glory, kenosis. He emptied himself of his place. He emptied himself John 1 says that he tabernacled among us. The, the word in the Greek actually means to pitch a tent. He pitched a tent and he lived among us. The Bible says that he was tempted in all points as we are tempted. We know that, that he got sleepy from the Bible. We know that he got hungry. If, if he was walking around the planet as God, why did he need to pray? Do you think if Father God walked around the planet? How come How come when Father God showed up and talked to Abraham outside the tent, Father God never stopped to pray? God didn't need to stop and pray, but Jesus had to pray not because he wasn't the son of God, but because he emptied himself of all that he was so he could tabernacle among us, pitch a tent among us, and live among us. And that's how we plug into God, because Jesus knows. Jesus knows what it is to be discouraged. Jesus knows what it is to be hungry. Jesus knows what it is to be tired. Jesus, let me get, hey, Jesus knows what it is to be in a boat with everybody scared out of their mind losing it we would say now he knows what that's like but yet he had no sin consciousness because he hadn't sinned well if we renew our minds to what the bible has to say about us for example what i just gave you second corinthians 5 21 god made him who had no sin to be sin for us see he had no sin god made him sin who had no sin for us so that in him we might become the righteousness of god in christ so we renew our minds to that and we find out and then first john 1 9 if if we confess our sins he is faithful and just to forgive us of our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness and so if i do sin then i I have an advocate i know that i have an advocate i know that i have a high priest i can go to father god in the name of jesus and i can confess my sins not to a priest but to god himself in the name of jesus and i can ask father god in the name of jesus to forgive me of my sins well i'm forgiven of my sins and my righteousness is restored and my fellowship is restored now i can pick up and go on i can i can talk to him i can stand in his presence without any sin consciousness i can stand in his presence without any guilt or any inferiority do you see what religion has done by telling people that they're not worthy that they don't deserve anything that that they ought not have anything how are you going to cast out a devil if you don't think you're worthy how are you going to how are you going to lay hands on the sick and see people healed if you don't think you're worthy I mean, you know, a lot of places just destroy faith. About a year ago this time, about a year ago this time, I was out praying and I told the Lord, I said, you know, Father God, I'm, I'm really alarmed at all these churches that are closed and haven't reopened in places around the world where they're not even allowed to be open. And the Lord said something to me that was pretty tough. He said, son, it doesn't matter whether those churches are open or not. If a church doesn't have the word in the pulpit, it doesn't matter whether that church is open or not. Amen. Because it's the word of God that's going to save. It's the word of God that's going to deliver. It's the word of God that's going to heal. It's the word of God that's going to make a change in our lives. Amen. And a lot of ministers have sold out. They've sold out for success in numbers. They've sold out for money. They've sold out. You know they they want to be like the world they want to be accepted by the world they you know i'm proud of the fact i've never been invited to a movie star's house i'm proud of the fact you know that that i've never i, I mean we kept our children away from famous people even christian famous people because they're weirdos <laughs> there's something about fame there and, and everybody today wants to be famous I, listen you are not somebody in the kingdom of God when they know your name in Hollywood. You are somebody in the kingdom of God when they know your name in hell. Yes. Right. That's right.
0: Right. Amen. That's right.
1: Amen. I'd much rather be feared by demons than to be known by celebs. Amen. Jesus had no better righteousness than we have because our righteousness is his righteousness. Say it out loud, our, righteousness, our righteousness, is his righteousness is his righteousness. So Jesus had no better fellowship with the Father than we have because our fellowship has been wrought by God himself. We're walking in not what we deserve, we're walking in what he did. We're not walking in what we ought to have, we're walking in what he did. We're not walking in our righteousness, we're walking in his righteousness jesus had no better right in prayer or any more power in dealing with demons than we have because he delegated to us his authority he delegated to us his authority i'm telling you what i mean wake up wake up wake up i mean think about it what would happen if if paul were here today what would happen if peter and john were here today Forget about submitting, man. They'd be out there casting out devils, laying hands on the sick. I mean, man. See how distracted we are? I'm not. I'm just staying with it. You know, we're giving altar calls. We're winning people to Jesus. We don't have that many devils to cast out anymore because, you know, they... They don't come around me but you know we're laying hands on the sick people being healed all the time we're just staying with it Amen. Amen. amen we're just standing with the word of god all authority was given to jesus and he gave us a legal right to use that name now if the word means what it says we have a standing with the father we have rights and privileges which we have never taken advantage of we don't even know who we are you know, this was two or three, four years back. Sue was, <laughs> she was struggling with symptoms and, you know, had trouble kicking it. You know what it's like. And uh, it's a funny thing in families. It's a funny thing in families. And I wasn't sure exactly how to handle that, but I just, I just went over and got the bomber jacket. It was, you know, wintertime. I got the bomber jacket. I pray and I said, here, just put that over you. While you're, while you're trying to sleep there. I said, you'll be healed by the time you wake up. Amen. We don't even know who we are. Right. We don't even know who we are. Amen. Say it, now, this is, this is going to be hard to come out of your mouth, but say it, I have power with God. I have power with God. Say it again, I have power with God. I have power with God. If, you're, if you're his child, yes. Amen. if you're his very own child, if you're his son if you're his daughter you have power with God but see if we don't know it if nobody told us then how can we walk in it and everything going on right now is contrary to this there's no sense of god reality in the church today there's no sense let me say it again there's no sense of god reality in the church today they've reduced god's men I actually I would say it this way god's men have reduced themselves to drug salesmen, And I'm from Detroit, so you have to understand, man, I got, a, I got a default setting. And so my thinking is, they're scaredy cats. They're afraid. Man, we're just holding church as normal. We're holding school as normal, and nobody's sick. And even if somebody gets sick, oh, it's a real burden because, you know, it might take them a day or two to get over it. Guess what? As long as man has been on the planet, people have gotten sick. Scaredy cats. Yeah, I'm talking to you. Sitting at home in your pajamas because, you know, you're afraid to go outside and afraid to hold church and afraid to lay hands on the sick. And, you know, when you do lay hands on the sick, you wear, you know, uh, kitchen gloves. Scaredy cats. No, we're not afraid. We know who we are. We have the resurrection power of Jesus on the inside of us. Hallelujah. We have the name of Jesus at our disposal. Amen. We have the authority of the believer at our disposal. Amen. And if we're not going to be pushed around by the devil, we're sure not going to be pushed around by people. Amen? Amen. Amen? Amen. No, we are, we are born from above. We are made overcomers in Christ Jesus. We, we stand before Father God in the righteousness of God himself. We have been made righteous by Father God amen. Amen. amen but there's no sense of God reality no sense of God himself in the modern church why don't they lay hands on people why don't they believe God John 7 28 29 then Jesus still teaching in the temple courts cried out yes you know me and you know where I am from I am not here on my own but he who has sent me is true you do not know him but I know him because I am from him and he sent me Jesus said, I am from him and he sent me. Can you say that? I know him because I am from him and he sent me. John 8, 54, 55. Jesus replied, If I glorify myself, my glory means nothing. My father, whom you claim as your God, is the one who glorifies me, yet you do not know him. I know him. If I said I did not, I would be a liar like you. (laughs) Oh, sweet, Jesus. If I said I did not, I would be a liar like you, but I do know him and, I, and keep his word. Can you say that? I know, him. I know him. We can know the father and we can know our sonship rights. He is my father. I am his child. I am in the family. Say it out loud. He is my father. Is my father. I am his child. I am his child. I'm, in, I'm, in his I'm in his family. Say it again. He is my father. He is my father. I, am his child. I am his child. I am in his family. I
0: am in his family.
1: See, the problem is, the problem is God's, never, God's people never got used to privilege. They never got used to privilege. I mean, think about it. I got saved in 1960. I've been a, I've been a believer, and I've been a tither for 60 years. If the blessing of God hadn't shown up in my life, I mean, you ought to run for your lives. 60 years of course i'm blessed what do you think what do you think's going to happen they told me a story yesterday in staff meeting that i had completely forgotten i have no recollection once when bud sickler was with us missionary bud sickler from mombasa kenya was with us up at i-30 i guess previous to that riding around with him in kenya I'd grown alarmed at the condition of his automobile, and so when he was with us up at I thirty, I told him, I said, you know, Bud, we'll, we'll get you, we'll buy you a new car. And we were on TV in those days, and the, you know, it was a struggle, and the bills were high, and, and it was a struggle. And I mean, and so you know, Bud took so long to find a car, and the reason was he wanted to do a twofer, and so he found. Uh, you know, it's hard to get your mind around, but in Japan they have right-hand drive cars, and so to get rid of those cars, they send those cars to other right-hand drive countries, and so Japanese, a lot of Japanese do one-year leases, and so fa- what took Bud so long was he found two cars coming off one-year leases out of Japan, and he could get two one-year-old cars for the price of a brand-new car, and it took, it took I don't know how long it took for him to come up with this idea. <laughs> But in the, in the meantime, we didn't have it. And they reminded me in the office that I, I showed up at church and I wrote a personal check and I gave it to the church. I said, here, send it to him so he can get his cars. Amen. Amen. I, have no, I, ha- I have no recollection of that. I'm just rehearsing what I was told. And then people come along, you know, they come along, uh, you know, two or three decades later. You know, well, I just don't know why, you know, they're so blessed. Well, we've been t- we were taking action when you were asleep. We, we, were, we were doers of the word of God while you were having your third cheeseburger. We, we, were, we were doing the word of God when you weren't sure whether or not you, you were convinced the Bible was true. We were doing the word of God when you weren't even going to church. See, God's people, I mentioned celebrities a while back, even Christian celebrities, the children of Christian celebrities, they're perfectly at ease with their privilege. I mean, think about wicked, ungodly people that become famous for whatever reason. They're perfectly at ease with their privilege, but God's people never got, they, they never got acclimated. They never got comfortable with, with the privileges of God. You know, I'm 65 years old standing here right before you, and, and I've walked, walked 50,000 miles in obedience to what God told me in March of 1988, and I stand here tonight, and I don't have a single pain in my body. Amen. Not one. That's a privilege. And I'm not ashamed of it. Amen. 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 I'm happy to walk in it. Do you understand? God's people, they never really saw who they were. Say it again. I'm his child. I'm in his family. family. He is my father. father. Tell your neighbor, so of course I'm going to be blessed. Tell the neighbor on the other side, so of course I'm going to be blessed. Ask the other one. Say, what do you think? Ask the other one. What do you think? Of course I'm blessed. Anybody here living for God? Let me see your hand. Anybody here living for God? Well, why would you be surprised if God shows up and opens up the windows of heaven and heals your body and blesses your home and blesses you on the job and blesses you in your finances, amen? Of course he will because he's good and he's loving and he's kind and he's gracious and we're his very own children. We're his sons and his daughters, amen? Amen. And I don't know if you figured it out, but you look around, well, there's not like scads of us. They're not growing on trees. And so he's going to bless us. Amen. So tell your neighbor get comfortable being blessed.
0: blessed. Thank you for listening to this life changing message. To partner with us and to help us reach more people with the good news of the gospel, visit our website at faithchristiancenter.com. Your financial support is enabling us to reach more people than ever before. If you have never accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, pray this simple prayer. Lord Jesus, I repent of my sins. Come into my heart. I make you my Lord and Savior. If you prayed that simple prayer, you are born again and today is a new beginning. We would like to send you a copy of Dr. Jean Lingerfeld's book, God's Very Own Child. To receive your free copy, call the church office at 817-561-3400 or send an email to info at faithchristiancenter.com. Remember to put God first in every area of your life because He loves you and has a wonderful plan for you. And don't forget, we walk by faith, not by sight.